We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings. Week 13, best bets, gold, silver, bronze. Hit the cheat sheet on DK Nation or just sub to me on Twitter at the PME. That's free. The newsletter also free down in the description. Sub to that right now to get all of the cheat sheets and updated information throughout the weekend. The DraftKings Listeners League is now open. Hit the link down in the description. Three max entry, $15 to play and... It is rake-free, thus making it the best tournament on DraftKings. Remember to smash the like to this episode. Subscribe to Mayo Media Network. And if you need more sports betting in your life, be it World Cup, hockey, more football, whatever it is, thehammer.bet. You can subscribe to the Hammer HQ on YouTube as well. That link is down in the description. Additionally, uh, if you subscribe to the Forward Progress channel under the Hammer HQ, you can get more of me, Rob Pozzola, and Cam Stewart doing our Survivor Picks of the Week. I, I think we should do that one first, and then I'll just bet against that, and then I'll actually Wait, hit, hey, hit hey, my hey, 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 Magic Mike, you see the show? Who needs Chippendales, baby? We go with the Jets, and they roll. We're good. With the, the picks were great. What are you talking about? Last time we gone with our instincts, we're winning, Pat. Don't be so negative. Well, positive. Saying the picks are great when you've lost. Well, you've lost five out of twelve weeks. I think. Say, sorry. Yeah, I get yeah. it. We're on, we're on a hot. Streak. We're, we're on a hot streak yeah, and picking a big winner. Yeah, no, at least we, we're taking chances too with with a couple of teams. Not like Fair we're enough. taking minus twelve. You're right though. It's yes. been it's been as hot as uh, yeah, hot garbage sewage. It's a dumpster fire. But you know what? We're doing better. Well. We're not doing better with our gold picks. We were 0-3 last week, thus bringing us back to even for the year, 17-17. and 17. It's really me who's dragging everyone down here. But silver, consecutive weeks of perfect 
Three and zero. That's where the, that's where the Jets, the Jets came through for us on that one because you and I came both had yep. them. You guys were two. You guys both hit your bronze picks. I of course lost because I'm a loser. But we were still two and one there. Back to even for the year. So we still are five games above five hundred with the best bets so far this season. That's way down from being like seventeen games up like two months ago. But, but hey, I'm but gonna, hey, here we are. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you though. Like in Pozzola, we don't make excuses a lot. Like do it. Make, I don't make know excuses. I'll make excuses. No, no, I, I will. I, Atlanta was a pick. I got off it on Sunday when I did my radio show, but Rob knows, like, I've never seen a team. They're running the ball successfully. They had, I think, four cracks at the one-yard line. Like, they got, it, like, first downs on penalties and stuff, and then and then these idiots throw. Like, why are you throwing, Mariota? Like, you got you got Patterson, you got yourself, you got any, right, Rob? They got three running backs and this idiot's throwing balls. Like, the fact that Atlanta actually, like, didn't, not just cover, didn't win that game, shocking again. Welcome to the NFL. But anyway, it should have been three and old pads. That's all I'm saying. We're well, hitting a lot of uh, bad breaks. Yeah, it happens, Rob. Like it's funny. Like I felt so good about that game and how I capped it and how it would actually go. And then Cam's right. This happens at the end. Like, what are you guys doing? All well, the time. I mean, let, let think. Just think about even even outside of the picks we gave on the show last re- week, right? Let's just think about the randomness of the sport, right? Look at Tampa Bay and Cleveland as one example of a game mm-hmm. where David and Joku just makes like the most incredible catch. Uh, you had the Bucks punt on a fourth and two from the 37 of the Browns in that game. It's like that is one outcome that's like not really indicative of how the whole game went down. You have two teams who go for two to win uh, a game last week, yep. which prevents the overtime scenario from happening, which is like v- extremely uncommon that that's going to happen in the NFL, let alone two of them happen in the same week. So, uh, listen, I mean, I'm like Cam. I'm not an excuses guy. You know, we, we're making a conscious decision to bet on the NFL regardless. That's our but problem. Yeah. There's a lot of games that just come down to randomness, pure and you, and, randomness. And you know, Rob, anything with the Chargers, just expect stupidness with uh, Geoff's uh, high-voltage team. You know that. Like, the minute they got, I go, they're going for two. You know the Chargers. Like, I can understand Jacksonville. They're a team with nothing but the Chargers. It's like, okay, yeah, let's just go. Hey, it worked out. Worked out, right? Well, I mean, look at the week prior with the Patriots punt return touchdown yep. at the Y, right? Like, Ridiculous. You're going to have half the games every week that are basically a coin flip. And it's mm-hmm. going to come down to like what, what random stuff is happening at the end of the game. And over time, it's going to balance out. But you do get weeks like this past one where it's just like the Atlanta one is a jo- like, honestly, yeah, yeah, it a was joke. a joke. Not because not only did Atlanta, you know, blow it uh, at the goal line at the end of the game, but they actually play like a pretty good game overall. Like just from a box score perspective, you would have never expected that the Falcons would have lost that game, let alone by more than the three and a half or four, whatever the spread closed at there. So uh, I don't yep. know, just take it and move on type of situation and uh, hope you can get on the right side of some bounces this week. It's funny, too, because like I had Tennessee as my best bet uh, a week ago, and they kick a field goal for no reason, down seven, mm-hmm. and then they actually make the stop to give themselves a chance to rally back and score a touchdown, and then they hit the kicker, and then the game is over. It's like, what, what is yep. happening here? Atlanta did that, too, against Washington. They were going to yep. get the ball back, and then they committed a penalty, and that was the end of the game. Uh, that the, the the they blasted that center like I like. Do these guys not know the rules? I don't understand how that even happens. Like you, you're gonna get the ball back one more time, and these guys just run like run over the center. Two guys just kill him. How I don't even know how it's possible in the NFL for that to happen. But yeah, that kind of stuff it's just annoying. But it it happens so often. Like I'm I'm not numb to it or immune to it, but like you almost have to be at this point and just convince yourself that hey, it sucked this week. Eventually, I'm gonna catch that break down the road. And I think that's just the mentality that people need to have. Well, I feel like we should boldly go 
where we have never gone before this week. 9-0. I'm feeling it. I'm going to kick it off with the gold picks this week. And Cam, I'm going to your team. I'm going to the Seattle Seahawks, minus 7.5 on the road Mm -hmm. at the Los Angeles Rams. I think that Seattle can score 20 points in this game because I still don't even know if Aaron Donald is going to play. I mean, that would he's affect. He's out. He's, he's, he's out for sure? Yep. Uh, almost 100%. Yep. I thought I saw a report he's not playing. Well, that's great news for the Seattle Seahawks. They can get to 20 points. They're going to cover the 7.5 after watching what the Rams looked like against Kansas City. And the Rams defense actually played pretty well against Kansas City, although it really seemed like Kansas City wasn't trying a lot of the times. Uh, either way, uh, I just, this is the shell of a Rams team. Like, there is legit no, Ramsey is the only guy left, and he's not the Ramsey that we remember. Like, if they can score 10 points in this game, I'm going to be stunned. I'll tell you this. The only issue I have, Pat, lately, Seattle's been exposed with the run defense. Josh Jacobs just ran all, all over these guys. And I'm not saying the Rams running backs are anywhere near Josh Jacobs, but this is the thing about Seattle. It's been a great, uh, great season. Like, you know what I mean? Whatever happens from now, it's gravy. This team was project- projected to be one of the worst. As we've talked about, Rob, you know they've had a great draft. Every guy on their team is on the field. Kenneth Walker's a minus 200 favorite to win Rookie of the Year. They've done a great job. They got rid of Russell Wilson. Like they- Everything is good. We get, dra- we get draft picks. So everything is great. But I'm just saying this team is wearing down a little bit with a lot of young players. But the Rams are so damn bad, Pat. Yeah, like I- I'm not sure. I, th- I don't think they're going to win the game. I think pro- they're probably going to win by about 10 to 14. But yeah, I'm on Seattle as well. It's some like parlays. Te- definitely a teaser play, but I'm with you, buddy. I-, I hope they get it done. This is a huge game for their playoffs too. They got to win. Yeah, we're at yeah. the we're at the point of the season now too, where I mean, it doesn't really matter to the Rams because they don't have their draft pick. Uh, it's really nice for the exactly. Lions at this yep. point. So it's not like they're just tanking to say, oh man, maybe we can get the second pick. It really doesn't matter to them at this point. And just based on personnel decisions. The way that I can kind of see what the Rams are doing right now is, hey, we have all these guys. We have like three or four superstars. They're all hurt. Why would we bring them back to get more hurt at this point when we can just kind of reset next year, try to go get some O-linemen and maybe try to run it back to what we saw last year? I think that's still on the table for them. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl next year, but they can still be a highly competitive team once they have all of their guys back. They are non-competitive, Rob, with this roster. I agree. The only thing is, in regards to like, like for me, it's like you should shut down Stafford for the entire season. He's, right, he, guys. We're not, we're not going to see him again. Right. He's in concussion protocol. But the only problem is, if you're the GM of the Rams, you don't want to be going to draft day and hearing all these things about how you traded away the pick that ended up being the third overall pick to Detroit. Yeah, but you, you know um, what? And, you you won the Super Bowl. Like, what are you going to? do? I agree. Well, I, I'm not. I'm not. Listen, like the Rams, I think are are doomed for a long time because they gave up all of their yep. draft equity. To win a Super Bowl, which honestly it's any smart. fan would take, they would yep. take that. They, I, I, but it's going to be a rough go for them. And like mm-hmm. you get to points in the season where I think there's like dead teams, the Houston. Texans to yeah. me, Houston. where like they're, yeah, <laughs> hey, dead. hey, 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 they might, okay, it's you, fine. Better, you better slow down. You're better entitled sl- to, to pick whoever you want, Cam. I'm not, but, but you get to a point in the season where you're just like, there's no way I'm ever taking this team. The Rams are that team for me right now. Like, there's no way. It's not only, like, it's quarterback injury, Aaron Donald. They have no offensive line. So, like, yes, Seattle can be exploited on the ground, but are the Rams going to be the team that does that? Probably not. Like, they're down to literally third-string offensive linemen in, like, three of their five positional groups. Um, I, 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 I didn't bet Seattle, so I don't want to make it, like, you know, overabundantly like I'm, I'm super excited about this but I I could not bet the Rams I think Seattle's the right side 
the Rams right now last in the league in adjusted line yards for run blocking. Mm-hmm. And Cam Akers has an illness. Obviously, they got rid of Daryl Henderson. I like me some Kieran Williams, but you know he's not overly great. But Bryce Perkins is terrible. Like, he, how did he complete passes in college, Cam? You, you don't like Perkins Family Restaurants? It's, I, I, uh, you know, I, one of my one of my mainstays after getting slammed at the Casino Niagara. No, yeah, I, yeah I you, and, you, you, you and Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tiger Woods likes to, I, I think he's more of an IHOP man or a pancake house, but uh, yeah, I think he's maybe uh, frolicked at Perkins. Uh, anyway, we're, we're Perkins, uh, UCLA, know what it is? He's got, he's got fancy feet. He's just can't, uh, he just can't throw the ball. That's an issue. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that he'll start this week either. I think Wolford? John Wolford, Wolford was getting Wolford. like some practice reps or Wolford. something, which honestly, that would scare me more if I bet the Seahawks, because I Perkins, agree. Perkins looked pretty rough last week. You know what? Yeah, Pat, that's fact. Rob brings it to the table. Wolford is actually a better quarterback. Perkins is so damn raw right now. Wolford can actually, like, kind of move the sticks. But, yeah, it's not great. Yeah, but anyway, you know what? You do your thing because I want Seattle to murder these guys, too. I'd love Seattle to wipe the floor with the Rams. I hope they win by 40 for you, Pat. Uh, it's just like you take a look at the defensive metrics and you're right. Like they're wearing down on defense. Like they were bad to start the year. They got good for like three weeks uh, on the defensive side of the ball. And then all of a sudden they've dropped back, but you just look at the offensive numbers from the Rams. And even though some of those are Stafford games where he actually played, Mm -hmm. they're like 31st passing offense, 30th rushing offense. Like Seattle should be able to stop them here. (laughs) The Rams have covered two games this year. The market consistently overvalued the Rams for a long time, (laughs) thinking they were going to get back to the level that they did last year. It never happened. The thing, the knock on the Seahawks was that they hadn't played anybody earlier on in the year, which is true. But guess what? They were beating all those bad teams earlier on in the year, and now they get another bad team that I think is like well within their their means to, to beat them down. I, I The Rams just – I mean, it's the NFL. Who knows what's going to happen on a weekly basis? But the Rams have the vibe of like – who gives a shit this season is done. Like you're on to backups at so many positional groups. You lose your best defensive player. You lose your quarterback. You know, it, it's, it's just too challenging to overcome. So uh, I think Seattle's come down to earth a little bit for sure, but they get a, a great spot here to just beat up on a team that like they're, they're so much better than the Rams. So and I know Cam Rob is not going to agree with me on this, but you kind of said it like they're on the outside looking in in the NFC right now, which should break in their favor because all of the NFC East teams will still have to play each other a bunch. Like the Giants are in a tough yeah, spot here with their upcoming commanders skin. and say with the commanders, yeah, like one, one of those two teams is inevitably going to have to fall back because someone has to lose these games that I don't want to say that Seattle needs it, but this is a game they need to win. They do. And in betting, it, you, the need to win thing doesn't always work all the yeah. time, but the situation <laughs> looks great. Uh, yeah, I always follow that. Oh, this is a must-win game. Who cares? Yeah, like, yeah, I love that. Like right? the other team doesn't want to win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. We're just going to give it to you. You know, you used to be my buddy back in college. No, it doesn't work that way. That's uh, actually that's know, but, actually one of the best spots of the year, the final week of the year, when the yes. good team is resting all of its stars. It's like, oh, well, they're not even trying. I, I would like actually, to know. I would like to know what the cover and outright win rate is for those teams. It's actually absurdly high. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's like my favorite week of the season. Like people are like, oh, it's the hardest week. I don't know why. I always love the end of the year. I I don't know why. I love the end of the year too. It's great. I agree. And preseason's great too. I don't love the preseason. It's the damn middle. I like it all, Pat. You know me. I'm just, I'm a gambler. I'm a a degenerate gambler. I just, I I bet on anything, buddy. It moves. You can bet on it, right? Mo Sislak, you're damn right. Let's go. Silver, what are we doing with gold? Rob, are you up or who's up? Yep. Roberto is up. 
Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'm going to take the New York Jets plus three. Ooh, uh, I love that pick. No, 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 no. no. I know, I know, yeah, yes, yes, yes. But Rob, just Pat, I love you. You're the host of the show, but let Rob do his thing. I like the Jets. I lean the Jets as well. It's not going to make the minerals, but it's it might be a graphite titanium selection. You, you, yeah. should, you, should, you should get over whatever over two and a half picks is for Mike White. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, no I don't think that. so at all. He tried, he, he, tried to th- he tried to throw like four to the Bears last week, and they just didn't well, catch it. Yeah, Minnesota's and, uh, Swiss cheese. Uh, that's exactly where I was going to go. I mean, lots of people. I, I Bert, Mike White pumped the brakes. I'm not the guy that like Mike White is the franchise savior. He's going to turn it all around. I could say that he's definitely an upgrade over Zach Wilson. I feel very, very strongly about that. I don't think anyone can kind of disagree on that point. Um, however. Everyone's like, okay, it's the Bears defense. And first of all, it's like torrential downpour last week. So it's more than just the Bears defense. He had to navigate the weather conditions as well. But the Vikings defense isn't much to write home about either. They have a weak, very weak secondary, aside from Patrick Peterson, who's had a very good year. Their front seven is not generating a whole lot of pressure. Uh, defensively, the Jets are, are fantastic, and they have been for the vast majority of the season. They actually have a number one corner in Sauce Gardner now who is not – by the way, like not going to shut down Justin Jefferson, but probably not going to give up that game where he goes off for like 150 or 200 yards either. I just don't think that there's much separating these two teams. I really don't. Again, I think the Vikings box score last week, a game that I watched as well, uh, incredibly misleading. They do get a special teams touchdown, which ex- like rarely happens in the NFL nowadays. They average 5.4 yards of play. The Patriots offense, which has been dead the entire year, Averaged 7.4 yards per play. Mac Jones looked like Joe Montana last week against the Minnesota Vikings as well. Uh, I I think this is too many points. I don't even know that the Vikings are the better team in this game overall, despite what the records indicate. So I like the Jets getting three. Uh, I think they're very live to win in this game. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm back in Mike White one more week. Cam, it, Rob. Cam, I don't disagree with anything that Rob said. And I, I feel like the Jets probably are analyzing the game the right side of it because everything they do on defense is exactly Mm -hmm. sort of the kryptonite to what Minnesota wants to do on offense but Minnesota's owned the AFC East this year they beat everyone that's an interesting point Pat but just just to Rob's point I think White is a guy that gives a spark for a team that already has a good defense and now these guys on offense who couldn't get the ball from numb nuts because he's (laughs) sleeping with people's wives are happy to get the ball sleeping with their moms yeah, sorry, moms. Yeah, that's the Wilson likes it. Yeah, he, yeah, that's the way he rolls. He, you know, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Hey, whatever floats your boat. Bottom line is Magic Mike, he's doing, he's, he's, he, you know what? He's on stage too. He's the marquee and he's doing well. Bam, bam, bam. Wilson, everybody, you see the way he got everybody, everybody got a piece of the pie. Not like that greedy guy at Thanksgiving, usually me who has too many plates. <laughs> he's spreading it around. Spreading it around, right, Pizzola? Well, when you make yeah. that beautiful Italian lasagna, I want the whole thing. But you know what, Cam? You got to be a good guy. Give Pizzola a slice. Give Mayo a slice. Everybody, let's share. And that's good news for business. That pumps up the defense. I know football is a numbers game, but it's also we're humans who play this game. I think the Jets are happy to have White in. Wilson was a clown. Guy yelled at people. He's a kid. Dude, you haven't been in the league long enough to have those opinions, so shut up. Mike White is basically a decent quarterback from Western Kentucky who can light it up at times. He's going to make mistakes. Trust me. <laughs> he'll, he'll throw some picks, but he also do some damn good things. As for Wilson, they couldn't move forward with this guy. 
Jets got a great D. I love Rob's pick. You're giving me three. I think the Jets can win outright. There's nothing worse than the Thanksgiving line where like you're at the back, the buffet line, and you just get to like the empty mashed potatoes ahead. And then you look around and there's some asshole that's got like a mound of it on his entire plate. It's like me and Visine Vince when we go to the Asian buffet and some guy's like putting crab legs down his pants. It's like, dude, they they might not come back. That's the thing. Like, this is why we came for the crab legs. I saw two guys kill each other for honestly, if I was in a bad mood that day, I would have started a fight. You can't like just bring hordes of bags and steal crab legs when we're going to a buffet for the crab legs, you jerk. Anyway, Rob, I'm a lot of things and I love food, but I wouldn't do that to people at the buffet. No, I would at not. least, I would leave some good stuff because I know what it feels like. If you're going to take my like uh, scallops and like the good stuff, the crab, the lobster, whatever, I, I got a real problem with you. I agree. I mean, there's people that just hang out by the, by the crab legs, That's just waiting saying. for it yeah, to get loiters. replenished. And then yeah. they just, yeah, that, come on. Like, what yeah, are we doing? I, at this exactly. Point? Give buffets a bad name. Yeah. Are, are the Jets in a position with Mike White a lot like Washington is with Taylor Heineke? It's kind of a good analogy. Yeah, I would say very similar. Yeah. I think they upgraded at quarterback. They're not good enough to win with him. Uh, he still has like a lot of limitations. Uh, I think I think that's a very good. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't argue with that. I think it's it's a good example. I know. I, I, the only reason and it, <clears throat> it's really stupid. But the reason I like Minnesota in this game, because these are just the games that Minnesota has won all year long. Like the I, I, the, the, aver- the, the average to it's slightly above average, slightly below average teams that they play, they just win every single one. So of them. so you, you brought up the point about the AFC East, right? Like like in a vacuum, yes, they won all three games against the AFC East. Yeah, they, they the beat Bills, Skylar Thompson. They beat, they, they beat up by Josh the way, that, Allen. And they beat that Mac game Jones. against... That Skylar Thompson game was a joke. Like the the Dolphins <laughs> killed them. had like to what they killed them and they it, like there was a the fumble at the end of the game. I don't remember who got ripped out of Ty- Jalen Waddle's hands. Like there was that. You had the Justin Jefferson catch against Buffalo, or else the game is over. By the way, last week the the, the Patriots score to go ahead. You know they return a kickoff hundred yards for a touchdown immediately afterwards. Like there's been. I don't know, man. Maybe they're just God's team. Maybe that's like they're the team this year that's just going to overcome. Yeah. all of the luck and it's just going to continue and it's possible don't get me wrong but like i cannot just look at at records and final scores and not like look under the hood of the car and say this is not you know this is record is not indicative of the way this team has played this year the vikings are definitely not god's team their goal is to rape and pillage and take over <laughs> your community and steal all your women so but other than that they're having a lot of luck this year they're this yes. year's raiders from last year <laughs> Yeah, Raiders, see another team very similar to a Viking. They come steal your money and do all sorts of bad things to you. That's why I stick with cats, Pat. They're, they're nice. They're friendly. Well, I mean, cats aren't seven, them, they love you. Cats I've been around some friendly. Yeah, no, some are, no, not some cats are pricks and some cats are nice. And you're right. Like if you're dead, a cat will probably eat you. But uh, other than that, they're not as bad as Vikings and Raiders as oh. people uh, sorry, as uh, living beings. Let's oh. say where are you going with sure. your gold cam uh, to a cat? What, what do you think? For the Cincinnati Bengals. You know what? It's a bold game. I'm going to take it. I was going to go in a different direction, but Pat, your opener kind of threw me for a loop, so I might change the minerals. To me, gold, silver, bronze are all quality minerals. Some you just get more for when you pawn. I like the Bengals. I think the Kansas City Chiefs have been fraudulent all year. I'm going to get emails from people, whatever. I'm not saying they're a bad team. They're a very, very good team. But they're not the same team as they were before. As for Cincinnati, I see this team getting stronger all the time. Listen, if Patrick Mahomes doesn't pull a magic act and, and like get calls from the referees, I think Cincinnati it's actually can win this game again. It's a revenge factor. I know there's a lot of games I could have picked, but sometimes, you know what, Pat, I should have thought more about this because we really want to go 9-0, and but maybe it is personal. 
I like the Bengals. They were good to me against Tennessee. They're getting better all the time. I bet them at plus 210 to win the division because we, we all know what happened with Baltimore. I took Jacksonville last week, another cat. And I think uh, the Bengals can go on the road. They're getting guys back defensively. They're a good team to get Chase back on the offense. If you protect Burrow, you'll be able to slice and dice these guys. I don't care about mixing or anything else. The Kansas City Chiefs are awesome. But you know what? That line tells me something, too. You didn't make it three, it's two. Fine. Take all the Kansas City money you want. I'll be on the Bengal money. Lots of tender vittles and meow mix for me. Meow, meow. I'll take two meows. Thank you. Give me the Bengals. When we were breaking this game down on the spread show, Rob, it kind of came mm-hmm. down to, yeah, since, I mean, especially with Chase coming back, Mixon going to be back, it seems very, it's a lot like the Jets. It seems very sensible to take the plus two. But when I just look at these teams objectively, like I, just, I still think Kansas City's the better team. It's not a lot for them. To I'm, not objective. Yeah, I'm not objective. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of in the same boat. I mean, listen, like I, 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 I think Cincinnati's been very undervalued this year for the most part as well. I, I think, Part of that was the Bengals actually statistically didn't have a great season last year. They run to the Super Bowl. Everybody calls them a fraud because their season-long metrics weren't great, but they like played very well towards the end of the year. Then you have that offense together for you know another season. Everyone's a year older. They improved a lot this year, uh, and especially in the defensive front seven as well. The problem is that like they're very thin in the secondary, which I don't really love that matchup for them against Mahomes. I just think that the most likely outcome of the game is Kansas City wins by a field goal. Yeah. Um, and and I'm like a last second field goal to win by one, and I cover by one. Sure. It's I I I have no like this is the game this week I have like absolutely no opinion on zero. Well, I think the line the line could not be three because since he gets bet off three, I think anywhere in like where we are now is probably like the a fine range. Uh, I, I I I don't know. The only thing I'll say about the Chiefs is like. You know, Pat mentioned it against the Rams. Like they, they, they kind of struggled offensively last week. You get those. The Chiefs do this more than any team in the NFL. There's actually Pro Football Focus did a study into this. Eric Eager did a study into this about play calling with specific teams. The Chiefs are a team that actually, like, quote unquote, saves plays or like calls a vanilla playbook against a bad That's team true. intentionally. And it makes them look worse prior to these big games. And then they pull out all the stops. It's an excellent point, actually. So that's just something to consider. But uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I just hope it's a good game. I like. I'm enjoy. I'm, Listen, I, I hope. I hope. I hope the Chiefs lose for Cam's bets. These games are tough. Like Rob, you took you took the Jets against Minnesota, who's been home monsters or whatever. Yeah. You know, there's other games I like. Lions and Jaguars. Two of my feline friends going against each other. I picked like Washington, the Giants. Like there's other games that I like. That's the whole thing. We're narrowing it down to three. It's tough, man. Like I, I'm just saying, I believe in the Bengals, so it's kind of a more of a bet on the Bengals against the Chiefs. And you're right, Rob. I know exactly what Kansas City does. They have vanilla plays. They do this stuff. But I'll tell you one thing. Cincinnati's pass rush, Fredrickson and stuff, he can maybe get to Mahomes. And if they start hurting Mahomes as this gets a little bit colder and put him into the ground, you know, you'll probably get a flag because he's the new Tom Brady. But other than that, I want the Cincinnati D-line to just put this guy on his ass all day long. And then he'll be a little bit hesitant. And I think if he runs the ball, I think that's a mistake too. I think there's a lot of weapons with Cincinnati. That's all I'm saying. And And I think Joe Burrow can slice them up. That's if, what if I, I'm thinking. One more thing I'd say in your favor is that I do think that there's something to styles and matchups in the NFL. And we did see last year that the Bengals are extremely competitive against the, the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Yep. Like this is a team that they played well against a couple times last season as well. So um, there, I, I wish you luck. I mean, I, I just don't have an opinion. It's a hard on the game. game. Yeah. I, 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 I wanted just to take a bold approach. It's, it could bite me in the ass. 
And to counter that a little bit, yeah, the the Bengals pass rush has been a little bit better, but the Kansas City pass rush this year versus last year is significantly better. They can actually get to the quarterback now. That's true. Burrow can still move, though. Like, it's oh, yeah. not I, like he's I'm, got I'm a not, wooden leg. I'm not saying that he can't, but like they actually, can actually you know pressure what? him now. I like his rushing prop in this game, too, Robbie. You guys, he, he's going to be running. Like, he's going to be taken off a lot when he sees stuff, and that's the thing. Their line, I know it's not perfect, but he can move with his feet, and he can set things up, and he can make plays on the run. So, uh, hey, I know it's bold, guys. Kansas City, it seems like a gift getting to, but Rob knows the way I think, too. I kind of think, okay, well, you know, is it easy for Kansas City? And I, I gamble. Nothing's easy. So, I'll take the harder side because I think the Bengals are the side. Give them to me. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Silver picks. Rob, we'll start with you. Uh, I'm gonna go Monday Night Football and take the Saints plus four. Love it yeah, against the I like it too. This guy, you're 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 you guys are reading my mail, Rob, with the Jets I, and the Saints. Uh, honestly, I don't I don't need to give you a super long breakdown of this game. The the Bucks last seven games they haven't scored more than 22 points. The offense is just not good enough to cover margins in the NFL. And I know they beat the Saints 20 to 10 earlier this year. That was Jameis, by the way, who completely gave that game away for New Orleans in the fourth quarter. He tossed three interceptions. Um, that's not to say that Dalton can't do it, but like there's there's really not much separating these teams other than the name value of the Bucs. And on top of that, you now have a coaching staff who is just like it's the most flaccid coaching staff you you can put together. Like Todd Bowles, love the guy as a defensive coordinator. He's not cut out to be a head coach in the NFL. I don't think the Bucs win by margin all too often, and they don't score enough to 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 be laying these types of numbers. So I'll take New Orleans. Uh, plus four. Uh, honestly, another thing with New Orleans, what an incredibly imagine betting the Saints plus nine and a half or 10 last week I, I against the 49ers. I did bet yeah. them plus nine and a half against the 49ers. How many times, like in the fourth quarter, are they going to just drive that's a bad and, beat? Holy Jesus, that ever a bad. And that's the 49ers defense. It's a different breed. Um, I, that's too many points, man. Four is too many, especially with the injuries now. Tristan Wirfs out on the offensive line for the yep. Bucks as well. Like, and the Saints are getting healthier by week. They got two defensive ends, Marcus Davenport, Cam Jordan back last week. Maybe they get Marshawn Lattimore back this week. Maybe that's a, a possibility for them. So I think there's a lot of upside with New Orleans. I'll take them Monday night football. Do, do you like the plus four or the under 40 and a half better? I like the plus four better. I agree. Okay. Cam, silver pick. Oh, it's funny. I'm just uh, browsing all the sites with all the experts who think, oh, Cle uh, Cleveland's got uh, oh, no, no chance. Oh, sorry, sorry. Houston's oh, got no chance. Oh, God. 
Oh my god, we're gonna go down this road again. I, I, yeah. I, I, I just and I, I want know what and, and if it if it wins, I want an apology. I'll apologize. Sure but by the way, everyone sees games differently and does their own things. I just listen. Go ahead, Cam. I, I've I've cut. We've cut you off. We can make you. Yeah. Make the how case many times have I got off a pick that one? Because I hear you two guys uh, like Waldorf and Stadler from the Muppets. <laughs> you know what? I might win this. Okay. I'm just going to bring something to the table. I don't know what else to do this week. I don't know why I'm taking harder games. Uh, there's a couple other games I like, Rob, and I don't want the same games as you. By the way, I like the Jets and I love the Saints. The same picks you have. I like Houston. I don't care. It's seven points. This team reeks. I'm not going to tell you that they're good. This is their Super Bowl. How is Deshaun Watson? The guy hasn't played football in, in this long. I know Cleveland's a good team with Nick Chubb and everything else, but this is their damn game. This is everything to them. I think they show up in this game. They showed a little bit of life against Miami. Be it McDaniel kind of let him off the hook and said, here's some second stringers. But guys, I don't know this guy's going to play. It's their Super Bowl. It's seven points. I'm going to take the Houston, Texas. This team killed me all year. But you know what? I'm a forgiving guy. I think this game is going to be close. Actually, you know what? I think the Houston Texans can actually win this game. So I will take the seven points. Call me crazy. Okay, what do you guys think? Do you think it's going to be a blowout? Fair enough. I, I like Houston. I, I just don't see how Houston scores points. Like they were that Browns defense. They're not that good. Yeah, I understand Trust that. Me. But the, the offense, the this offense with Kyle Allen is horrible. Is really bad. <laughs> like, do um, we think? I I, I get so. I get okay. your point, Cam, about this being like their Super Bowl. It's a big game for them. Like, do we think Houston's lack of success this year has been because they haven't been trying hard enough? Or is it just because they are absolute dog shit? Well, you know what? I bet on Atlanta last week who, like, pretty well should have covered it in the game and didn't. Weird shit happens in the NFL. But you know, that's fucking true. Atlanta and Houston are in different tiers. Like, I know they are. I yeah. know they are. But the thing is, all these chicks are going to be at the game too, okay? This is going to be a big game for Houston. This is This is it. Deshaun Watson is a, a pariah. He comes back in this game. What, like, you know what? And another thing that people aren't talking about, and okay, you know what? I'm probably going to be wrong in this game. And no, I no, love no, the no. fact that, no, no, no. I went on all these things, Browns by 30, Browns by 21, Browns by whatever. That makes me happy. When I see the ESPN panel all on the same side, I grin because I go, I'm going to win this bet. Usually, not all the time, but this is it. Brissett was a like man with the yes. Cleveland Browns. He was a grinder and a guy who tried. I get it. Now, all of a sudden, he's gone, and the, the savior, Deshaun Watson, a scumbag, comes back in the league. Guy who treats women like junk. Okay, plays football. Everybody in the NFL, r- brush it under the rug. I think the Texans might get calls in this game, too. I hope so. I hope they treat Deshaun like the piece of crap that he is. He's a good, a good football player, but other than that, come on, man. All those women, they can't be wrong. I'm just going to say this. Houston, Super Bowl, one game, one time. They they bring it they bring it this week and I know they suck. Give me the Texans plus seven. Sorry, Pat, I should be doing sixty minutes instead of uh, betting on football. And I'm using a lot of really weird angles, but I'm taking it. Well, I, the way that I look at it, I think if this was a few weeks from now, I'm, I'm not quite sure like where Watson's going to be at in terms of how good he is, how rusty he is. But I think this actually works to Cleveland's benefit in this game. That how not, because they can just ask Deshaun to turn around and hand the ball off. 40 times. Exactly. And that's, that's good enough. It, you have the number one rush offense against the number two, 32 rush defense. That's the only thing. It's that's like a problem. I know. It, 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 for me, it's it's not. I think that there's a very high likelihood that Deshaun Watson is nowhere near the level that we remember him being because he hasn't played in two years. I, I agree with you on that, Cam. The problem is, I think there's a high likelihood that he turns around and hands the ball to Nick Chubb 40 times 
And the Texans can't do anything about that because they haven't been able to do anything about that for the entire season. That's the only thing for me is like, I, you, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe like, I, I, I'm speaking very strongly as someone who has not bet the Browns, by the way. It's just like, I cannot bet the, te- I am done. The Texans are like, they're the team that you, you know how in, uh, in what is it? Uh, Billy Madison, Steve Buscemi has the people to kill list <laughs> yeah, on his yeah, wall. Yeah, He's yeah, just yeah, crossing yeah. them lipstick. off with the lipstick. Yeah. The, 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 the Texans are like, I, the team, if there's they're, a team to kill, they, yeah. they're crossed oh, off. Oh, Rob, they've cost me like an $8,000 parlay and stuff. They've killed me this year. But the difference is I'm a forgiving guy. My lady went out on the town. Things happened. But you know what? I'm a forgiving guy. He came back. We talked about it. We're working on a relationship. You hurt me. You hurt me many times and cost me financially. But I'm going to give you one more kick at the can here. The Houston Texans. I, I, there's other games I want to pick, but I'm just thinking, you know what? I got to put my foot down because I want to be the contrary. I do want to. You know what, Pat? I actually do want to be contrarian this week. And everyone thinks this game is easy. And I don't think it's as easy as people think. That's just me. We'll see. I could be an absolute stooge. I could lose this game by 28 points. You'll be laughing at me next week, and I'll accept the criticism. What do we think about Justin Fields playing this week? I don't think that he's going to play. What do you guys think? I think he might. I think just based off where the organization is at, is probably not playing. That's what I thought, too. And they added Tim Boyle. Like, they signed him from the practice squad to be another backup. Who sucks? I like like Tim Boyle. Him and Mr. Plow, those are Detroit's third, second and third stringers. Mr. Plow, Mr. Plow, it's David Plow. If you've ever watched Detroit on Thanksgiving, you're very familiar with these guys. But Yeah, Boyle and Plow. Has Cam ever met a backup quarterback that he doesn't like? That's what I want to know. Is there a backup quarterback, Cam, that you're like, no, this guy, I can't stand him? Because it seems like every week the backup's better. He's going to come in and he's going to do exactly what the starter did. It's actually a great point, Rob. I like Colt McCoy. <laughs> you you know why, Cam? You you by nature love the underdog story. Like that's you. I, I so anytime one of these backups comes in and people are ripping them, you're going to be the first to defend them because you love the underdog story. Tim Boyle sucks. Oh, Tim Boyle's horrible. <laughs> but I want him to do well. Well, he's he's going to be the third stringer on the Bears regardless. They'll start Simeon again if Fields can't go. But I'm just looking at it. It was a lot like the Jets last week. Like I had a very strong conviction that Fields wasn't going to play. And when we did this show, we didn't know that yet. We were able to get the Jets. I mean, I bet them at minus four. I think it closed at seven. It went up to seven and a half at some places when there was that confusion on Sunday morning between Simeon and Nathan Peterman. But if Fields is declared out for this game, because I really think Rodgers is going to play for the Packers that it feels like this is the same situation that if you just bet the Packers now, this is going to be seven, seven and a half by kickoff. I, I like the way you think, because that this is exactly how betters should be thinking for the most part. And people like mock me all the time for the closing line value and stuff like that. But you want to beat the market to these moves and then be able to hold a ticket that has a lot of value. And I think the way you're thinking, Pat, is the correct way about this game. I think there's a very high likelihood that this number is just going to keep going up and up and up because I think the chance that Rodgers plays is high. I think the chance that Fields plays is low. Um, So I have no problems with that. And honestly, worst case scenario, you still have like a coin flip ticket, really. I mean, in the other scenarios, it's not like you're, you're drawing dead completely as taking the Packers as a favorite. If you're, you're, you know, even if it's Jordan love against Trevor Simeon, like Simeon can do a bunch of horrible things. He stunk last week. Right. So uh, I, I like, I like that logic and that thinking. All right. Well, green Bay minus four and a half is going to be the pick for me. 
even if it's Fields against Jordan Love, it's not like Justin Fields was winning any of these games. Well, but but like that's what I'm saying. Like you're not drawing dead regardless, right? Like you might end up with a bad position, sure, but I think the likelihood that you end up with a very good position is is much higher in this situation. So um, I don't like I didn't really break down this game, but like listening to you talk about it like that kind of makes me want to bet Green Bay a little bit. You're right, Rob. I went through the list. I love every backup quarterback, <laughs> even the ones that stink. I do think Nick Foles is. Oh, the most overrated of the but, but Nick Foles is not like he's not the guy that even though he won a Super Bowl is like the true be- like he, he won a Super Bowl he's been a starter Tyrod Taylor's probably at the end of his rope too. but that like you've seen those guys enough now you like the, the younger underdogs like actually the- you know what a- 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 Ellinger on the Colts sucks pretty hard but like the guy that came in like guy came in from the XFL or the CFL like you're gonna be oh, all PJ Walker did okay yeah. okay yeah Colt McCoy came in the game was no like he, he did a, he did a serviceable job. A lot of these guys are just they're football players who are backups. Some of them, hey, T- Taylor Heineke just won the job because Prince Harry sucks. Yep. Carson Wentz blows. Yep. Right? I, I, I guess Keenum's a good backup. Like, yeah, you're right though. I love backups. I love backups. So what do you want me to do? I just want everyone to be successful. You you've, you've committed your life to the craft and it's a dangerous thing. I want I want a guy like to make money. You know, he, he got in the league and go out there and do well. That's all. I wish the best upon people. I'm not think, a bad guy. I think it's a testament to your character <laughs> that you love all these backup quarterbacks. <laughs> I don't, I'm just pretty stupid. I'm betting. I'm betting on the Houston Texans this week. Like that could be the dumbest pick of the of the year, but I feel it. I don't know why. Do you have a uh, bronze selection for us, Cam? Yeah, I do. I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers against the the Dolphins. I'm, uh, I'm, think gl- the Dolphins- I'm glad we can talk about this game. I think the Dolphins are going to be probably the biggest public dog this week. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I do. Uh, and I think Miami's a wicked team. But I just think it's a spot for San Francisco in the defense to neutralize all the things that the Dolphins do well. I think uh, to Rob's earlier point about the Chiefs not leaving some things in the bag, the 49ers left some tricks in their uh, bag too mm-hmm. with their David Blaine uh, street magic show against the Saints. I think they're going to have some wrinkles in that game for Miami. And one thing about Miami is that defense still needs work. I get it. Miami's offense is lethal. Two is getting better all the time. But I like the 49ers. The line's even four. That's interesting to me. It's not three and a half or whatever. People think Miami, it's going to be the dog of the week. I think the 49ers win this game by 10 points. Give me San Francisco. I think uh, they actually run run shot over that Dolphins defense. Dolphins got a lot of hard games coming up. I understand that. But I'm taking San Francisco. I don't think they played well against the Saints. And all I've had arguments with people I respect, you know, on the show with Gabe. And a lot of people think San Francisco is overrated. I, I, I don't know. I think they're just a very good football team. They're at home. And I think they're going to slap Miami around. I, I think San Francisco is overrated solely based on the fact that they are probably the most inconsistent team in That's the NFL. That's fair. Like when they're that running, is a fair when, statement. When they're running good, you can see why their odds are like favorites to win the NFC mm-hmm. behind Philadelphia. You're like, oh, this team is unstoppable. They play awesome yep. defense and they cannot be stopped on offense. And then you see them the next week, you're like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, what, what is this shit? But I just look at their offense right now and it is banged up. I don't know who's going to be playing for them this week. And the most overlooked part from that Saints game, Rob, Jimmy G got hurt in that game. He kept playing, but they didn't ask him mm-hmm. to throw anymore after he got hurt. It was just handoffs to an injured Christian McCaffrey, Jordan Mason. Debo's hurt now as well. I like Miami in this game. I think Miami's going to win. I think that, so I, I really like San Francisco in terms of their team. I think they're legitimate Super Bowl contenders. I don't think they're overrated personally. Healthy roster, one of the best in football, arguably the best in the NFC. I actually think the Dolphins 
are very underrated though as a team. Like I don't I see agree. Much, I agree with that too. Like Miami, to me, there's not much separating Miami from Baltimore and Cincinnati person. What are you talking about? Miami's better than Baltimore. That's what I'm saying, be, but like on bar with Cincinnati. Market would tell opinion. you differently, other people would tell you differently. Uh, I, I I don't think that this is I can't get to the spread personally. I would make this like somewhere between three and three and a half. I do think that. Mike McDaniel is going to be like one of those coaches that's a Todd Vrabel type where we're going to look back a couple of years from now and we're going to say like, this guy's just consistently covering spreads. Well, you're and, doppelganger? Well, yeah. Well, it's, he's a very handsome man, I will say. Yeah. Very, very good looking dude. <laughs> um, you know, I'm comfortable saying stuff like that. But yes. McDaniel, like he, he knows the 49ers very well. He right? like, really this does. Is, and I'm, I'm not saying like this is, he definitely wants to win this game probably more than any game on the schedule this year. I'm not saying that that matters. I think his familiarity with the 49ers and how they run their defense, because it hasn't changed a whole lot since he left, I think that matters. And I like honestly, he's done such a great job game planning that offense this year. What Tua has done, this is no disrespect to Tua, by the way. I think Tua is a fine quarterback and like people are on like these opposite ends of the spectrum with him all the time. It's like either he's really good or he's not good. He's like, he's, he's good. And he has a coach that knows exactly how to work to his strengths. That makes him even better. Um, I, I lean the other way. I lean dolphins in this game. I, I don't think that there's enough separating these two teams to warrant a spread like this. And since Bradley Chubb arrived in Miami and started playing a full complement of snaps game, like their pass rush is actually good again. Yeah. I, it's to me, it's kind of like the line thing. This the, you could have got Miami money at three and a half. It's four. Uh, it's just one of those things too. I think San Francisco's defense will come up, come up with schemes, schemes and concepts to have two on his ass. See, and I know he's see, a pretty mobile guy. I I, I, th I think the other way in this, and it looks like Armstead's going to try to play with like a torn yes. pack or something like that, which yep. is just incredible at this point. But I think that the way that the Dolphins run its offense is actually kind of counterintuitive to what. San Francisco wants to do defensively only because they get the ball out so quickly. They scheme with misdirection. Their play action is the best in the league that if the pressure is going to be coming from Bosa in this defense, that they're just going to get the ball out of Tua's hand super quickly. And that's going to mitigate that factor. They haven't like there's, there's the one game that they got shut down this year with Tua, which was that Steelers game on was a Sunday night football. Aside from that, the game plans have just been fantastic um, I, I just don't like, I don't see enough separating these two teams. I don't, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very high on the dolphins going forwards. I think that they're actually like a soup, a legitimate super bowl contender. I, I would be that. taking odds on them to win the super bowl as well, because they're a team that I think can do everything Cincinnati did in the playoffs last year, which is like, you know, score points. Yeah, exactly. But like since he didn't even do that against Tennessee, they got sacked like nine times and their defense won the game, but their defense is also improving. Exactly like Pat said. I mean, if we break their defense up in, in, into like first half of the season, latter half, the numbers are night and day as well. So, um, yeah, I'm 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 lean Dolphins in this game. Well, this is the thing, guys. This week, this is the week where I almost wish we could do every game, Rob. Like I like your Saints Jets. You know what I mean? Like I feel very equally about like almost every game on the board. They're hard. Like it's to me like I I, I see people see this week. I've talked to a lot of different people. They think it's kind of easier. I, I went. I did, had a wicked week last week, taking my loser teams like the Jaguars and yep. all these other teams, right? And I know I got some breaks at the end of the game, but I also lost that Atlanta game. Mm -hmm. I just think 
It's just the NFL is such a crazy league. You can use all the logic you want there too. And a lot of the time, I don't know what it is. To me, it almost feels like a business. And when I see four at DraftKings, I can't see many people going on San Francisco. It's almost like I want to be on that stock. When everyone's selling, I'm buying. That's the way I look at it. And, and you look, know what I'm saying? Yeah, and the Dolphins' offense is averaging like 33 points a game over its last four contests. But they played the Lions. Look who they played. They, they played the Lions, the Bears, the Browns, and the Texans, four of probably the worst six defenses in the league. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that tells us. Does that mean that they're not going to do it this week? Because I still think that they can. Yeah, no, it's it, – it's a tough game. It's kind of like me. I, I'm, I'm just surprised. Like, you know what I mean? Like three and a half, four, three and a half, four. I like the Niners probably. I think they win by a touchdown. It's just an interesting number to me. I think you, as I said before, Rob, I, I, I you know numbers. I still think you, think you take Miami at three and a half and you'll take even more at four. The the only thing I'll say is that like, if we're going to, if we're going to uh, nitpick the, the Dolphins schedule recently, I think it's fair to do the same for the 49ers because they've okay. played the Saints, they've played the Cardinals. They, when they played the Chargers, the Chargers had no wide receivers in that game. That's true. And then they played the Rams prior to that as well. So their last four games have not exactly been murderers row either for San Fran. That's fair. And bad defenses all around. I mean, the Ram- the Saints played good defense, and they played good defense against the Niners, but you know, the Niners, the Saints have no offense, so that's going to be a struggle. When they played the Cardinals, I mean, or when they played the Chargers, like the Chargers don't have a defense, and they still only scored 22 points. Yeah, like I, it, they cho- they could have scored more, but Kyle Shanahan kicked field goals from the goal line in that game a couple times. But yeah, there's the Chargers were without their top two wideouts. The, the Cardinals game in Mexico, the Cardinals were missing the entire left side of their offensive line. I mean, like it, things have kind of worked out in the 49ers favor as well. I, again, that's not to diminish them, but I think if like, if we're going to point out the Dolphins schedule, it's only fair to point out the 49ers recently as well. Do you have a bronze pick Rob? I do. I'm going to take the New York giants as my bronze. Ah, that was, um, that was on the short list for my bronze too. Wow. This is uh, see Rob, see every pick you have, I don't have them in the minerals, but I lean every way you lay, lean this week. I, I so this is an interesting one because the market's kind of gone towards the commanders. And I think there's a lot of people out, out there that still think that the Giants are just a complete fraud. I want to keep betting against the Giants. They watch the Giants get spanked on Thanksgiving by the Cowboys. But like Washington has the signs to me of it's about, you know, the lipstick on the pig type of situation here, right? Like it's it's about to come unraveling for them, in my opinion. You got Taylor Heineke, he's just forcing way too many passes into coverage. He's gotten away with a lot of them. The offense only scored 19 points against the Falcons last week. The Falcons can't generate a pass rush whatsoever. And the Giants, on the other hand, like they do the exact, they, they have a great coaching staff for one, which I think is a huge mismatch in this game, especially at head coach with Dayball against Rivera. But yep. they have Wink Martindale, who's a type of guy that can force a a quarterback like Taylor Heineke into turnovers and the Giants do the exact opposite where they try to protect the ball. It didn't really work against them all that much against the Cowboys, but that's a different type of game where they have to keep up in offense. I don't think that's the type of game this week. On top of that, that Thanksgiving game, the Giants without their top two corners, three fifths of their offensive line, there's a very high probability that they're going to get bodies back this week. Fabian Moreau practiced yesterday, uh, John Feliciano, their center practice, Evan Neal practice as well. So it's a healthier Giants team. I, I can't get to this number. I think that, honestly, there's not too much separating these two teams. Uh, I like this as a bounce back spot for New York. I think Washington is going to be a team to fade 
over the next couple weeks. I can see it unraveling for them. What you said about Miami, Cam, about the publicly backed, most under, most publicly backed underdog mm-hmm. this week, Washington. I guess they're the favorite in this yeah. game, but it is like the road team going in. How could they lose to the Giants? Like this reeks of 13 to 10, 17 to 14. Can't really tell you who's going to win, but in a circumstance where it's going to be a field goal game, give me the coin flip with the team coming off a 10 day break. You know how lucky, like we talk about luck in the NFL, Washington recently. Oh, Take a look man. at their games. It's ridiculous, actually. We tell you, you say all you all you want about, you know, like it's nuts. Like the the, the Falcons, like I, I they gave that game away. Like they have not been Washington. I get it. Like I love the way they they try with their guys. And Heineke's a gamer. Rob, another backup quarterback from Old Dominion that I love. But you know what I mean? He's he's also lucky. He should he should be throwing a lot more picks. I don't know what they call it, right? What do they call it in football, Rob? I don't know the number in hockey is puck luck. You know, you can have a goaltender make 67 saves, whatever. Heineke is damn lucky. He's good, but he makes horrible decisions. And some of these should be pick sixes the other way. Atlanta's just so stupid and inept, they can't score from a one-inch line. Washington needs to come down to earth. I'm with Pozzola on this one. They're not as good as people think they are. All right, so my shortlist for bronze, I was going to go like the Giants were on that shortlist, but I'll abstain from that one. I have some... Well, why don't you take uh, the Texans with me, Pat? I, I'm, can, I'm not, taking, roll. I am not no? taking the Texans with you. <laughs> no? Let's roll? No, no. Not you, you, you know what, Cam? You are better off when we are complete opposite of everything that you like. I think I went too far this week, though. Like, I'm really... I, it's almost like a bet against Deshaun Watson. Like, I don't want him to do well, and I'm willing a horrible team, but... Anyway, that's the way we roll. These games are tough. You guys have been good to me on this one of helping me narrow down what my yeah. last pick hey, give is you the Texan. Be. So I, I Titans uh, that time, Pat, right? Yeah. yeah. Titans well, and well, bronze. Well, yeah. that, well, that that's the first one up that I was just very rapid fire. I like the Titans plus four and a half against the Eagles. I just think that number is too big for Derrick Henry rushing for 200 yards. It's such a hard game. That That's the thing, right? Like, my, my pure number on this game is higher than that. So I think the Eagles should be bigger favorites, but then you have to account, account for the actual matchup, right? Like teams that have been successful against the Eagles this year are teams that have been able to just run the ball down their throat over and over and over. And the Titans are the team that can do that. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I'm going to get called trendy Rob for this and stuff like that, but there is something to Vrabel like as a in these underdog roles I, I there's like some sort of hidden edge that the titans have where they have a way to always keep these games close when they're an underdog or at least do that for the most part i know last week they lost as an underdog is actually the first time in vrabel's head coaching career that they did not cover the spread as an underdog but um yeah uh, tough one matchup really favors the titans and honestly Tennessee's defense is so much better than people realize as well. Like on a weekly basis, they just get the job done. Doesn't matter if guys are in and out. They were missing Jeffrey Simmons earlier this year. Danico Autry last week, they've been banged up in the secondary. That defensive scheme is really, really good. You know what it is too, Rob? They bend, don't break. They'll let you have their little thing. And then when things get serious around like the 2030, it's just like shutdown time. You settle for field goals. And they, like even the Bengals, they won the game. It was just Tennessee's offense couldn't do anything in that game, right? No, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, very good. My my one worry here was when I went back and looked through their schedule so far this season, Rob, was they've only faced one mobile quarterback so far, and they lost by like 40 to Josh Allen. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that's, yes. That was the Monday nighter week two, I think. So I, I have no sort of like litmus test of how they're going to be able to defend Jalen Hurts. If Jalen Hurts wants to have 15 designed runs, are they capable of stopping that? I'm not sure. Right. I, I would bet on Tennessee in this game, plus four and a half, if I was forced to pick a side. I like it. The other ones, uh, Atlanta, 
I like Atlanta. Atlanta Atlanta. minus one against the Steelers. Steelers, publicly backed underdog, by the way. Oh, good. Pat, you're so right. And here's the thing, Atlanta, people remember these guys gagging. The Steelers still suck. If the Colts, like, honestly, that brain trust of the Colts makes me look like I, I, I literally, I should be running the world. You know what I mean, Rob? Like you talk about being a Mensa member, Jeff Saturday and his team running those timeouts at the end of the game and their game plan in general. Like it's nuts. You have your freaking Taylor back there and you're setting Matt, Matt Ryan back in these packages where he's going to get smoked. Like they had opportunities. Also the fumble at the, the one yard line, yeah. like unbelievable. Like let's just break it down and let's be real. The uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are not good. And Atlanta, at least I, I like Atlanta, Pat. My, my numbers, like Rob, would suggest that Pittsburgh is actually pretty good, uh, and Atlanta is like somewhere in the middle of this league. There's just something about this game where I think that almost like I said last week, where you people pointed out, you know, Washington's run defense is so good. It's just it's really hard to game plan for Atlanta's attack. I lean Pittsburgh in this game. Didn't bet them, but I I think they should be favored in this game. Um, I I I think Pittsburgh's been very easy to figure out this year. They play a good team, they lose. They play a not good team, they win. I mean, just go through the entire schedule. They've played a lot of good teams. That's why they look a lot worse than they are. They've actually had the toughest schedule in the league by a mile this season. And they've made it a habit of winning the games that they should, quote unquote, actually win this year. Uh, I still don't like Atlanta. Like, I I think Atlanta, uh, I think Pittsburgh's better than Atlanta. I do. And I don't think it's actually close. Okay. Fair enough. How about Detroit, Cam? I'm going to tell you, Pat. I think this game is tough. Jags, I, Jags, it's, cat, it's cat on cat. It's a cat on cat fight. Like who, who who's who's going to get the food in the alleyway? It's like, tough. A Jaguar the lion? Jags, like those are the Jags. Cats. The Jags suck on the road. The Jags are the favorites in this game because they came back on Atlanta la- or back on Baltimore last week. I feel like the Lions have actually been playing really good football for the last month. You know what it is too, Pat? I've I gone back and forth in this game. The one thing that you could say about the Lions, and Rob, I think you would agree, all their defensive players continually grow. Like Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan and stuff. Like they're starting to really figure out things, and that's bad news for Trevor Lawrence. Yes, I have a lean to the Detroit Lions. I actually thought about taking them, Pat, but I, I'm having a lot of problems because, as usual, I see all the games kind of the same. But, yeah, I, got, I, I, I would pick the Lions in this spot. Tough yeah. game, though. The Jaguars got some weapons. The, la- the last two, Rob, I'm thinking about. I like the Chargers on the road in Vegas, minus one and a half. I think the Vegas is overrated here. And I like Indianapolis against your Dallas Cowboys on Sunday Night Football to cover the 11 and a half. Mm. I think the Colts number is too high. It's it's tough for me to say, like, to, to break it down from an X's and O's and say, here's where the Colts really have an advantage. They have a good but defense. That, they do. They do. And and you're asking a team to cover by margin, but like Dallas's offense is now really good as well. And they've they've beaten up some pretty good defenses. Uh, I don't mind that. I mean, from a pure value standpoint, I think the value's there with the Colts. Uh, I agree with you on the Lions in in the sense that like the sharp early money was towards the Jags. I think the Jags had a very fraudulent win last week. Honestly, the offense, everyone's like anointing Trevor Lawrence as being back. He led that, yeah. that late drive. He wasn't good for most of the game last week. The reason they won is the Ravens had five trips to the red zone and they only scored two touchdowns in that game. Like, I I don't really know about the Jags yet and anointing them as being back. Yeah. That's what the Ravens do. And as crazy as this sounds, Pat, I actually looked at Denver this week. No, as Rob mentioned mentioned earlier, there are teams that I'm crossing off. I'm just, bet the under on them every single week. They didn't even have people show up to Russell Wilson's birthday party. The team didn't show up to his birthday party. I know, I know. How many people did he invite? 
Like happen. was it was it special team? Was it was was it the beat with practice squad? It was Were his wife. There? His wife invited the team, and apparently, like half of them showed. Uh, Ru- Ru- as Russell no, Wilson is the I, worst starting quarterback in the league, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he, I know. I get it. Birthday parties. Some guys don't show. No offense. Like you're a grown man on an NFL team. A lot of these guys are busy. Maybe they're not showing up at the birthday party. But you're right. You know, if you're I'll actually tell you, kind of a good I'll tell human you if, being, you show up. At the, if Jacoby Brissett had a birthday party, you know every single person on the Browns. Yeah, damn right they would. And they bring good gifts. Like, <laughs> like very, very solid gifts for Jacoby Brissett. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, no, no, buddy. Hey, you know me and Russell Wilson. The guy's gone from like one of my favorite players or whatever. I told you he can't ch- choke down a sub. He's a phony. Let's ride. Even his own players say, shut the hell up. Like, I'm so sick and tired of you saying that fucking shit. Just shut up. <laughs> Shut up. We're sick and tired. Like he, he has basically exposed himself from like a guy who was a great quarterback at NC state and Wisconsin into a guy that has become Hollywood. He's not even a real dude anymore. You talked about Richard Sherman. Hey, don't call me, call my agent through me. Nobody does that stuff. He's been exposed. I'm just saying it's a lot of points and Baltimore doesn't cover numbers. I, I agree. Like, I, I bet I bet That's the Panthers. I, I bet the Panthers plus 13 against so the Ravens I. a few weeks so ago. And yeah. we won that bet. I don't yeah. want to go down that path one more time. Okay. Like it almost feels like the Broncos have to lose nine three to cover okay. this. No, spread. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's just like the Ra- like if the can, Ravens can, can we agree score on two one touchdowns? Thing. Can we agree on one thing? The Ravens are a bad favorite. Yes. They're laying big numbers. Okay. They're, they're winning. Like, really like, like they've blown four double digit leads in the fourth quarter, yet they've won four games by double digits this year. Yeah, I know. It's just, this the, team's. The Ravens good. have a very wide range of what they can be. Like if, if they just didn't play all, I feel like if they had their old defensive coordinator, which they don't, by the way, Wink Martindale, be very different story for this team. And we'd be talking about them like they're one of the best in football because all they do is play this prevent shit late in the game. And, yeah, other teams work. just march up and down the field. I don't even know that the Broncos can do that though against Prevent. Like the Broncos don't score. No, they never. Wrong. They only score against the Raiders, and this isn't the Raiders. Yeah, no, I was just saying it's just. Uh, yeah. You know what? I, I a lot of points. I, I, after talking this through, I, you know, I'm not going to do it. I was going to take the under 38 and a half in this game because I do like that side, but I will take Detroit plus one to win this game at home against Jacksonville, and those will be the best bets of the week. I want to thank Cam for being on the show at Cam Stewart Live. Catch him on Sports Grid. Rob Pozzola, you can catch on the hammer.bet. Subscribe to the Hammer HQ on YouTube down in the description or just type it into YouTube. It's pretty easy. It has a big search bar at the top. Hammer HQ. Sub. Easy stuff. Sub to Mayo Media Network and smash the like while you're here as well. Sub to the newsletter and play in the DraftKings Listeners League. Okay, I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance.
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. 